Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. And you are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. 53106 is our text number that will cost you 30 cent. You can follow us on Twitter or send us an email to afternoon at newstalk.com. We're joined uh, once again, as we always are at this time uh, of the week, by Declan Buckley and Barbara Scully, who doesn't have uh, an Amazon subscription. Uh, and is thinking of getting one and no, or some not. Oxycontin. <laughs> no, I don't uh, Oxycontin. No, <laughs> we've just no. been telling her all about it. Yes, <laughs> I've been educated. Yeah, educated. Right, here's your first question. About Tell six me. months ago, my long-time t- uh, single friend finally found himself a girlfriend. We oh. were delighted. Yeah. My friend is a really nice guy, smart, funny and talented, but he was always a little shy and reserved when it came to romancing the ladies. So it was great when he met his new girlfriend and found that she was also lovely and smart and funny. It was great to meet her and spend some time with her as a group at one of the lads' houses. However, it soon became apparent that this was not a one-off thing and now she is literally everywhere he is. I go for pints with the lads and she's there. Call over to a mate's house to play some PlayStation and she's there. Go to a match and yes, she's there. To make matters worse, she's a more outgoing character than my friend, so in a social situation... She dominates the conversation and he never gets a word in. How do I address this situation without coming across like Ringo Starr pulling a strop? <laughs> God. Wouldn't it be great if... Um wouldn't it be great if girlfriends knew their place, you know? Like, it's all yes, very well to yes. be lovely. Going to matches? What's yeah, wrong with yeah. them? It really, you know, <laughs> yeah. it would be, it's terrible when they don't know. I mean, it, it, uh, it's all very well to be lovely and smart and funny and... Um, but girlfriends who dominate the conversation and are very outgoing, Jeannie Mac, you know, ladies, as this letter writer calls them, should always know our place. And being with the lads and being funny and having opinions is not mm. is not where we should be. Um, so, yeah, this letter just drove me up the wall. Um, <laughs> the first thing I will ask uh, before I get into the, the nuts and bolts of this is why do men have a problem with the word women? Romancing the ladies. Um, you know, she is a she's a woman. Um, second thing that jumps out of uh, of this letter for me is that the new woman, um, yeah, as I said, is 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 stepping outside of her lane, according to him. You know what I mean? And dominating conversations. Um, your problem, Mister Letter Writer, is not with the girlfriend, but it's with your friend. If you want your lads' nights to remain just that lads nights it's your friend you need to talk to that he shouldn't be bringing the girlfriend uh, or you should tell her she's not welcome if that's what you want um, if you want your kind of social life to be no woman zones then you need to state that to all your friends including this friend with his lovely new girlfriend um, and that's the only problem you have here well except for your attitude to loud funny women um, but it's not up to you to decide how much your friend should get a word in or you know whether he didn't say she was funny did he not say she was funny? No, Just she did. for accuracy. Sorry, excuse me. Oops, he said she was lovely and smart and funny. All right, sorry. Excuse yeah. me. Okay, yeah, sorry. Okay, she did. I, I withdraw that. She's and that's very another, funny. Yeah, yeah. Funny. that can yeah. often be another red flag yeah. uh, uh, to men. Triggered. Yeah, yeah. to totally, men who yeah. are a little bit unsure of themselves. Yeah. You know, it's one thing, you know, but if you're funny as well, it can knock them over the edge. I mean, you know, this letter writer, if his friend is happy in his relationship, it's none of your business. Your only problem is that you have a woman, a woman coming along to your what previously were, uh, it seems to be just boys nights out and you don't like that. Now, you need to think about that. And if that really is an issue and you really want your social life to be women free, well, then have a word with your friend, your male friend. But the problem is not with the girlfriend. Mm. 
Now, to put it like, I mean, because you could say he he's saying that it, it's kind of affecting his relationship with his friend, who's quite a quiet chap, and they're in a group, and the you know the friend doesn't get a word in edgeways because you know that she's quite outgoing. Uh, and is that you know, her problem? Is that no? It's not her problem, but yeah. it, but it is affecting his relationship with his friend. Well, don't talk to your friend. Yeah, it's not okay. to do with the girlfriend. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh God, up, buddy. she literally <laughs> pulled up her sleeves there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bring it up, buddy. Yeah, yeah come on. Um, okay, I agree that it could be interpreted that is it's a gender based thing, but I actually think what's happening is that the dynamic of the group has been shifted by another strong personality coming into the group, who's competing with the letter writer for that space of attention. And all that kind of stuff. Okay, it's early days yet, so maybe the letter writer is going, I have to let her have her, her moment. And then there maybe there is a bit of gender, like let her talk and all that kind of stuff. But the reality of it is, is that the quiet guy hasn't changed anything. He hasn't done, he's not even getting a word in because he probably didn't get a word in before. Because the letter Sorry, writer... Sorry, hang on a minute. The quiet guy is bringing the girlfriend along yeah, to these nights. Which is I fine. doubt if she's in the WhatsApp group that's arranging them yet. Oh no, of course. But I'm not, I, I go, yeah, I get all that. But what I'm saying is, is that the dynamic of the group has changed because somebody else has come in with a strong personality. It doesn't matter what their gender is. It doesn't matter what that I is. I don't know. I think that if this guy had met another guy, you know, a platonic new friend and brought him along who happened to be lovely, smart and funny and dominated conversations, I kind of don't think it would be an issue. Oh, no, no. That's, that, I, so I it agree is with, I agree with that part when it's in the, why do I have a problem with that? I'm going to look at this person and, and evaluate what is annoying me about this and then I will see the different thing about that person. I'll see what their race is. I see what their gender is. I see what their sexual orientation or their religion is and I can attribute that quality to the problem I have. But the problem that this person actually has isn't that the person is a woman. It's that the person who's coming into the group is dominating a scenario where the letter writer used to dominate. I don't I don't actually think I, I do think that the fact that this is a woman is actually what's annoying him as well. Is that like mm. she's a woman, so she's not really one of the lads like and now she's dominating the conversation and she's everywhere. Okay, I think now, that is very much again, because I, she's I a woman. I can't speak for a woman's experience in in that thing and I, I I know that it does exist that women feel those things from men who like to dominate. We were having a chat earlier on about certain kind of personalities who yeah. like to take on that yeah. thing. I get all that. But what I do think that Though, is that just automatically putting all of it onto the fact that she's a woman is is to miss the, the 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 learning point for this guy, which is that the thing that's bothering him is that a, a conversation is being dominated. Who used to dominate the conversation before this person came along? Because the only other person you mentioned in the group is this quiet person, so it wasn't him. You haven't mentioned any of your other, other friends. friends, so it's it's like. When, you know, any situation where you bring another, let's use a innocuous, another bubbly person into a conversation, if you're the bubbly person suddenly having to compete with but the I other do person think for that, attention. And again, I do speak from experience of this, but I mean, you know, is that I do think men don't really particularly like it when the, 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 the competition for the bubbly personality or the being funny or the being loud or the being uh, the most extrovert is a woman. Yeah, in, a male, yeah, no, I get that. in a male dominated kind of environment. And I think that's what's annoying him as well. And I do think 
there is culturally an element of men thinking that the girlfriend is kind of like, you know, I bought a new suit. It's a bit of an accessory sometimes. And this girlfriend, you know, is actually making her presence felt because that's her personality. Which is also exactly what she should do. She's like doing that leaning thing in. I get it. But for the guy to to evaluate that situation, he has to recognise that the thing that's bugging him is the fact that something has been taken away from him and it's I, I get your point that he's going yeah. and it's been taken away by somebody that. who doesn't have the right to do that. I get yeah. all that. Mm. But he has to actually go, hang on a second, who gave you the speaking stick and decides that you're yeah. the one who should have all of that? So what's our advice? Why is up, buddy? Uh, well, if it, if it was a group of, if it was the shoe was on the other foot, if it had been a woman who had uh, written into us and said, but your women are used to my men. best friend uh, has a, a new boyfriend yeah. and now she's bringing him along to her girls' nights out. Yeah. Would you feel exactly the same way? No, no, I think that's a that's a that's a justifiable thing. But this problem then is with his friend. He needs to talk to the friend yeah. about not bringing the girlfriend along. I know, which is a tricky conversation to have. But yeah. I mean, I, I think the two of you were inferring a lot here in that, like, as somebody has texted <laughs> in, uh, uh, it's God not forbid, it's, partners yeah. are different to mates. There is stuff you talk about to your mates. Uh, that you don't want to talk to your partner about. But then his problem yeah. isn't with the new girlfriend. Like the way the whole letter is framed is that uh, my single, my longtime single friend finally found himself a girlfriend and we're all delighted, but she's now everywhere and she dominates and she's this and that. But the problem he has is with his friend, not with the girlfriend. The problem is he needs to talk to the mate, about the quiet fella, about not bringing the girlfriend yeah, along. Yeah. If that's, and, you because know, they don't. The rest yeah, of them exactly. If, if, the, if that is the case, if that is the, the rest case, of the rest of them aren't. No, I mean that was unfair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, sometimes at the sometimes at the start of a relationship, you write like mad and do everything together. That changes after a few years. I love Barbara? Question mark. Somebody's texted in. I don't know if that that was a. a is that a the mis- same? Is that the same? The same. Te- I love Barbara? Question mark is the end of it. So why I, is there a question mark? I don't please? know. I don't know. They're in two lines. I think they meant to put an exclamation mark, mark, but probably. they just put the yeah. wrong thing there. Are they being um, mean? No, I don't no. think so. Okay. It might be an emoticon that's gone wrong. Well, it could yeah. have been a thumbs up. Okay, yeah. I'll accept it then. <laughs> an odd one. Yeah, okay, yeah. Thank you. Uh, I don't think he has a problem with the girlfriend. He just wants to spend some time with his mate. That's the problem he's looking for advice on. It's a difficult discussion to navigate with the friend without offending people says Deirdre and somebody else says what's Barbara's problem with the word ladies uh, you can't say it in any other time she's against uh, the ladies yeah. uh, genuine question <laughs> I, I'm actually not sure why it's offensive uh, well, I, I just find invariably not invariably but a lot of times men have a problem in actually saying woman I have this conversation regularly with people. For example, um, somebody goes into an office and says, oh, the girl at the desk. And I'm like, was she in a uniform? Was she like school uniform? Was she a child? No, mm. she was a woman. Yeah. You know, or the lady over there. Like you don't say gentleman all the time. Um, and lady, the opposite of lady is gentleman. The opposite of man is woman. But it, it tends to be men and ladies rather than women. Because woman is a stronger sounding word, I think. Yeah. And I think that men have... Um, are very reluctant sometimes We've to use it. We've talked about this a lot actually with my mates and we find ourselves swapping in other kind of words because the whole gender thing can be like it comes with a lot of labels. The word lady comes with a lot of expected behaviours. Yes. It's like, it's like you, you know, it's Maggie. Refined you know, and kind of. In bloody that, what's that one where they all live in the Downton Abbey type stuff. Thank you, thank yeah. you. My head yeah. just blew up there. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's all a bit kind yeah. of like, I'm a lady and yeah. I sit here and I, you know, drink tea with my finger out and all that kind of exactly. stuff. Exactly. Um, whereas a man just 
gets on does with whatever it. Brian does, you know. It's just you know, and that's kind of nonsense. But see, Declan has thought about all these yeah. things more than I. Oh have. no! Well, also I uh, explain I, it better. I sometimes you think when men, not all men, but many men use the word lady or ladies and they think they're being dead charming they're not and it's, it's kind just, of a bit ick actually it's rather patronising yeah. feels like icky. it's from the 1970s yeah it yeah. does ladies yeah. Barry White kind of romance yeah okay that, that letter went into all kinds of it places went into all sorts of places anyway this one starts with pointing out the obvious your <laughs> slot with Declan and Barbara is called so you think you're an adult <laughs> thank you yeah and I do think I'm an adult but my best friend seems to think he's still a kid he always had a sort of childish sense of humour but recently it's gone into overdrive I don't know if he's having an early onset midlife crisis or whatever, but he's on a big nostalgia buzz for his 30th birthday. He wants to do a childhood birthday theme, so we're supposed to dress up and there'll be party hats, computer games and an actual game of hide and seek. What is he like? I'm a grown-up. I want to have a few drinks, maybe go to a restaurant. I don't want to be hiding in the hot press, keeping perfectly still. (laughs) It's still a few weeks until the party. He's my best friend, but can I blank the party or should I try to convince him to do something different? (laughs) You have these kind of parties, don't you? Sounds like something kind of different to me. I've never heard this before. So, uh, (laughs) you know, you know, part of the kind of ironic undertone of this whole segment is, is, you know, is whether people are actually able to be inverted commas adults and growing up and all that kind of stuff because most of us fail you know quite right. well on a regular basis mm. um, and I, I think sometimes for me the the idea of being mature and being a grown up is a kind of performance that some people seem to be very good at acting like you know you know John the accountant who kind of wears a suit and he's very mm. good at being you know very serious and all he really wants to talk about is whether the interest rates will go up really fast and you know that kind of stuff yeah. but doesn't have very much to say about kind of less um, let me say serious more trivial kind of fun things whereas some people like just to talk about light weightless kind of topics yeah, and they want to have a bit of a gas time and this person sounds to me like now, there is a line I think if somebody's kind of being very infantile all of the time and they don't seem to want to um, take on any <laughs> responsibilities or whatever that's a bit odd and I, I, don't, I don't think that's what's going on here I think somebody just wants to have a weird party where they just kind of play games and act a bit goofy and mm. like I don't see a oh, problem with that like, like I hear what you're saying um, this isn't a scenario where they're all expected to dress up in nappies is it, is it, it's not I, like that weird uh, he wants to a childhood birthday yeah, no, they're supposed to dress up and there'll be party hats and computer games and an actual game of hide and seek. Like, I I don't know. I feel this person's pain, in fairness, unlike the last person. Because, um, <laughs> like, I like, hate... Sometimes people, like, you know, I've been offered huge amounts of monies by, by monies, by money by big international companies to come in and do these kind of creativity kind of unlocking exercises. It's time to go into the breakout room where we're going to play a game. And you're like, okay, well, like, you know, you're doing that with Clodagh from Accounts. For your job, where you're getting paid, what's yeah. the difference with kind of just stretching your boundaries a little bit for oh, the I laugh? Don't know. I just hate the whole like contrived, crack, organised kind of fun. Oh yeah, and okay. I mean, and, I mean, I, I'm I with hate, you there. I hate it. As well. I hate yeah, that. I mean, some people don't, and I hate. Oh no, that's that. true. And it's some not, people it's don't. Not your birthday. You can't. And, and you think that's the point <laughs> I was yeah. going to make. If he's his best friend, yeah. you should have known that already. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I do. I hate fancy dress. I hate themed nights. I hate any of that. I am. Yeah, pointed right at you. Um, and I mean, you know, a bunch of adults playing hide and seek sounds to me like completely ridiculous. But 
as you've just said, this is his best mate's birthday and it is the best mate's call. It's his 30th birthday. And if, you know, as as his best friend, I think you probably have grounds to say, God, this might all go really wrong and might be an absolute disaster. Are you sure you want to do this? Uh, but if he's sure he wants to do it, then I don't think the person who's written in has any choice but to go along with it. Um, well, I mean, he does have a choice. He could bail out and he could blank the party, but that's going to hurt his friend. And ah, it's yeah. one night, like, put up with it, suck it up. It, it, You know, there's a slight possibility it might actually be great crack. I yeah, the hot press. Yeah. I don't know. I have not ever done that, I don't think. But, um, you know, you never know. I mean... Is there a chance that his mate is also winding him up? Probably, yeah. <laughs> like that they'll all God, arrive looking like Egypt's. Yeah. yeah. And there's like a, re- a regular kind of but party you know, going do on. Do you not think there's a certain kind of like, okay, if, if it had been like, okay, you all, you all have to wear a black tie because we're going to the mansion house to, to hear like some like... That's the wood. same kind of shit. It's, it's another form of performance. Yeah play acting yeah, as far yeah. as I'm concerned so to be kind of judgmental about one kind of playing oh, no, as put some it nonsense all into the is same exactly thing. the same you know, thing if, somebody if you're not into it you're not into you're it, not into but, it yeah. and this is where I get, you know whether it's your wedding whether it's your corporate event or whether it's your, your goofy cosplay let's all dress up as squirrels for the afternoon if you, you're inviting me to go to it I'm going to decide on the basis of the invitation whether it's for me or not. But I don't think he decides on the basis of the invitation. This is his best mate. Yeah. So I think it's not like he's getting a random invitation from somebody he doesn't really particularly like. That's exactly it. Then then that's where his moral obligation is not in deciding whether or not it's for him or not. It's he's actually going to go, look, this is what my friend wants me to do. And you Maybe. don't have a choice yeah, but to go along with it choice. if you love your friend and you want to stay Absolutely. friends you really go and it's only one night he's not asking you to go away yeah. for a year and he's already chosen his hiding place so there's yeah. nothing to be confused about there yeah now. exactly uh, yeah. though John says uh, I think that lunatic who wants to play hide and seek is planning a massacre I wouldn't go to that party <laughs> and uh, Adele texted back in to say I love 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 Barbara it was a heart emoji but came up as a question mark oh thank you I thank you your phone is double guessing uh, that's the problem there right you are listening to the Monk Creep Show on News Talk. Uh, we're going to take a break. After that, my husband is always right. Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. 53106 is our text number that will cost you 30, uh, 30 cents. Barbara and Declan uh, are still with us. A veritable tidal wave, or at least five or six texts have come in uh, on the uh, subject of uh, being called a lady. Oh, God. Uh, Suzanne on Twitter says, Sorry, guys, you're overthinking it. I'm happy to be called a lady. Uh, another texter says, I'm a male director of an upper voice women's choir. They always refer to themselves collectively as ladies. I think if I was to address them as women, I'd be out the door. Uh, Nora says, I totally agree with Barbara about the use of ladies, especially tagged onto sports activities, which tends to diminish the activity involved relative to the real sport played by men. Keep it for the toilets, uh, says Nora. Paul says, that lady on the radio just was a problem with men. Full stop. How sh- is that showing? How- are you yes. me or showing? you? <laughs> Which one of the ladies? Which ladies is it? Was it me. Yeah. How she read a sexist angle into that first letter is beyond me, uh, says Paul. Uh, P says hide and seek can be both sexy and adult. Ooh. Uh, the... Okay. It's very big. Hot press. My hot press is obviously way too small for that kind of malarkey. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the uh, hide and seek. Oh, sorry. Is that guy's friend having the party called Michael Jackson because I thought he was dead? Okay. Uh, hello. I love that letter writer. It sounds like a Joey and Chandler scenario hiding in the hot press. 
I hope he just enjoys the party, says Rose. And uh, Cormac says, I have to admit that I think Barbara is right on the whole, uh, the whole women thing. I even find it easier to say by adding a qualifier such as old before woman. I'm going to try and refer to women, women uh, from now Thank on. Thank you. Uh, says Cormac. Good man, Cormac. Uh, Jane says, uh, how is a man meant to chat up a woman these days if all these harmless words such as ladies are offensive? It's just sickening to listen to this stuff, uh, says Jane. <laughs> Jane or James? No, it's Jane. Jane. Jane is like rushing to the jacks now. Okay. To vomit <laughs> yeah. At the reaction to your Sorry, words. Jane. Sorry. Uh, when a member of the women's football team is interviewed, they always refer to the other team as the girls, never as the women. Why? Says John. Well, in Cor- fairness, I think if men were being interviewed as well, they'd often refer to the team as the boys or the lads. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I think, I mean, the thing that does, and I, I was amazed when I actually researched it, was the ladies' GAA is known as ladies' mm. GAA. Yeah, rather than women's GAA but they've chosen that themselves but again this comes back to unconscious bias doesn't it Declan not in the Irish language they don't have they don't call it ladies they call it women in, oh right there yeah. you go now God I didn't know that now Declan Buckley <laughs> massive gas <laughs> fan uh, who but knew the, but the GAA is the ladies football oh, GAA that's Berla yeah. I would not be tested you don't know yes you just made that up you just made that up you just made that up I will not be tested right I'd just like to know what it is it's Pelnamon it's like Pelnamon yeah like Cumminamon yeah exactly yeah very good there you go so who yeah. put the ladies into it then? It's the Brits. Yeah. <laughs> it's always the Brits, yeah. The Brits and the royal okay. family. Blame them. <laughs> and Prince Andrew, yeah. yeah. My um, husband is always right. And I mean always right. We have a great relationship in general. He's a... I love when they start like this. Uh, he's a smart and loving man. But like any relationship, we have our arguments. And when we have them, he always wins. Even when I know I'm in the right. He's always able to ream off various <laughs> examples that prove me wrong. And I get all flustered and eventually back down. But you can't always be right. I just don't take note of every little minor indiscretion he makes. So I can refer back to it in an argument. But maybe I should start taking a note of them so I can finally get him to see what I mean. What do you think? Would that just escalate what are relatively minor disagreements? <laughs> this is like from Ukraine. <laughs> um, oh God, I'm going to get into more trouble here. Um, yeah, I mean, clearly your husband isn't always right and and you know that he's not always right because you've said it. Um, so, like, let's be clear, what your husband is probably is more articulate than you are um, and possibly louder too. And that's how he wins the arguments. Uh, force of personality and the ability to put the words together perhaps more fluidly and maybe quicker than you is what wins the argument rather than the fact of the argument and whether he's right or wrong. And you've said, you've said that he's not always right and that's clearly... Clearly the case. Um, the answer isn't to have a notebook in which you can collect all his indiscretions uh, to fling at him when a debate starts. Um, but I think what you need to do is maybe kind of try and take some of the wind out of his sails. Um, first of all, try and reduce the volume because I, I sometimes find when people are those kind of persuasive in inverted commas people who manage to win arguments very often um, the volume has a lot to do with it as well as everything else so try and reduce the volume um, and small things you know again it comes back to the power dynamic if somebody is winning an argument with you and they're very articulate and their volume's gone up chances are they're probably standing up as well sit down and try and diffuse the situation a little bit sit down at the table or sit down on the sofa or whatever and try and take some of the energy out of his um, ability to to dominate, like our friend in the first letter, to dominate the conversation. Um, so it's really not about you kind of having um, ammunition or more ammunition to in some way 
to fling at him. It's about you trying to reduce the energy a little bit and maybe getting him to repeat stuff. You know, like, sorry, what did you mean by that? Explain that more. Tell me more about that. Just so that, you know, if you break his stride, if he's in his stride and is able to be very fluid and very articulate and, and all the rest of it, you need to kind of try and, and break that down a little bit. Um, That's my advice. Yeah. But some people at me askance. No, but I think some people are just good at arguments. But it's it's articulation. And, and, and also have that kind of recall where they can yeah. remember it like and other people just like, Oh yeah, I know you've done stuff, I just can't remember any of it right now. Uh, and Well, if that's what you where your argument is going over like things that you're gonna dig up from past history, yeah. that's always a recipe for disaster. Yeah, I mean it's I not mean, the argument really Olympics is. and and it's yeah. not you know, you know, coming into this argument, our reigning argument champion of the world, <laughs> Brian's coming in there with facts at his disposal. <laughs> no. You know, argue on the merits and you know, as you said, some people are very naturally or unnaturally but they're very argumentative uh, yeah. and that's what they do they just they have ways they have the skills it's a, it's you know it's a communication process it's a tactic that they have it doesn't actually mean anything about the merits of what you're yes, actually talking exactly. about um, it's how they present it isn't it unfortunately than... once somebody captures the way in which something is being talked about it's like when we have a referenda in this country you know the way in which we speak about the topic can actually result in the topic you know, being won or lost. It's actually the process is what people care about the most because it's actually, it's sometimes these things are nuanced and sometimes there isn't an actual definitive answer. Yes. So you can't actually yeah. win the argument. You can give the appearance of having won the argument. And that's exactly the kind of bluster thing that you're talking yeah. about where people shout you down. No, it's the kind no, of thing no, that politicians no. <laughs> it's the kind of thing that politicians do all the, do all the time, all the time. They're and they're trained to do, to do it. it exactly yeah. and he just happens to have that natural ability to do that and I think because they've obviously lived together for a number of years she's become intimidated by that and thinks because that the tactic he's, for him has worked because yeah. he's learned the way that he can make her stop dead in her tracks with her sentence and that's unfair and, yeah. and, and unfortunately she needs to find a way to, to re-capture yeah. that lost way of things happening and I don't know what that is because sometimes because unfortunately when it comes to arguments it's actually that's that's what happens if somebody's really good at keeping things going Yeah but as I say I think a lot of it is to take the, uh, my mother always used to describe um, somebody like that. She'd say, you know, that she had a chat with so and so, and it became a bit. She said, "It's like standing in the teeth of a gale." Do you know what I mean? Like mm. It's all coming at you, and you because, just don't, you can't even breathe because there's so much. And coming I think at you. the worst thing you can do is actually give that person back the stalk, yes. the talking stick. You know, you know, you suggested, and, I, and that's one thing I didn't agree with, is saying oh. asking them questions because sometimes an argumentative person, all they really want to do is talking. They yeah. want to talk. That's all they want to do. They want blah, 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 but blah, But sometimes blah. if you drill down into it. <laughs> Welcome to talk radio. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she's just a terrible wife. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. There is that possibility. A terrible wife. Could be that. Uh, well, you see, some people just do remember everything and, and other people don't. Because, so, you know, like letting things go is an integral part of, you know. Absolutely. You know, your husband annoys you one day and you go, ah, I won't, I'll just let it go because you have to. But obviously he can't let anything go and he has this massive storehouse of resentments that he's able to bring to bear when there's any dispute about anything. He's not arguing about what just happened five minutes ago. He's referring to five years ago. But I think once she starts to understand how he's doing that and starts to break it down, you know, by being a little bit um, assertive and kind of like, 
not allowing certain things. In other words, if he starts going on, well, five years ago you did whatever. That's not what we're talking about. So part that, that's not being included yeah, in the argument. Yeah. She need, they need like a speaker of the house there to go, you know, objection, you're wrong. But she not, also yeah. now has become used to being on the back foot and she needs to regain a little bit of that power back in the arguments stakes yeah. in yeah. the argument Olympics. Uh, Kieran is here. Uh, who wins the arguments in your house? Oh, my wife. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Isn't he so well trained? He said that way too fast. He's not it so clip now. Yeah. It's true. She can't take any criticism, you see. Oh, my right. wife. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, Does she listen to the radio here? Even, yeah. when, even uh, when she knows she's wrong, she won't admit it. So the only way out of the argument is just to admit defeat. Right, or okay. else it just becomes circular and it just never ends. Uh, okay, I look forward to reading uh, your letter in the not too distant future. Then in your house, who wins? Uh, oh, I I lose. Uh, that's uh, I don't even bother uh, yeah. because no, because I can't remember anything. She can remember everything. Yeah, I can't remember. She remember. She resents things on my behalf. Oh right, like oh, yeah. the sugar. I thought when you were talking about that big storehouse of resentment. Yeah. Yeah. That man no, she will go. Wait, like you, don't you remember? Blah blah said this to you five years ago. I'd go, no. no, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a curse of a good memory. Anyway, yeah. uh, before you forget, Kieran, what's on the show today? Uh, well, the news actually just in the last few minutes. So I guess it was expected. Neffet are lifting the mask mandate for all different sectors of society beyond healthcare. They'll still be required. They'll still have to be worn in healthcare settings, but everywhere else in school and in restaurants and in uh, where else do they want at the moment here in offices where we are at the moment public transport retail uh, they're all going to be lifted now there might still be sectoral guidance they might still strongly recommend them for example Mm. on public transport for another few months but they won't have to be worn and an indication that Neffet itself is going to be stood down right okay and is there there a a date on all that no change no date on any of it actually so it all goes to cabinet now and then there's the usual cabinet subcommittee meetings and then full cabinet meetings and then it all gets announced uh, but you'd imagine there's no reason that they'll delay it themselves like once, once the government have the green light to do this they'll do it, they'll yeah. do it. so in the next yeah. few days it will be gone yeah so <gasps> lipsticks back on the dart on the way home you know that's it, it yeah. it's all be gone alright Kieran, uh, that's coming up uh, after 4 o'clock thanks for that uh, thanks also of course to Barbara and Declan you are listening to the Moncrief Show on Newstalk we're going to take a break after that a furious court battle over an emotional support pig Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.